Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and Kyle... Yes, sir. I think you know that a self-destruct mechanism is something that is used to destroy an object and render itself inoperable after a predefined set of circumstances has occurred. It kind of is is in the name. <laughs> Self-destruct sequence. Did is I a explain something that was destroy itself? Obvious. <laughs> Just, I'm saying some things are tough to understand, but self-destruct well, sequence is self-explanatory. <laughs> that happens. Um, okay, go on, please. Self did no. I mean, look. You know, I, when I did when I did a little research on this, and I found this was interesting. Best self-destruct sequences in film. Okay? Oh, okay. Now, a lot of people put, I don't know why this is. I, 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 I like Armageddon. It's, it's not, I mean, it, it hasn't, hasn't aged entirely well. It's still, it's a, it's a perfectly fine movie. Not really a self-destruct sequence because there's, there's a guy there to press the button. So sure. I wouldn't necessarily call that that. You could Mission Impossible, you know, everything mm-hmm. from the glasses to the messages, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we could all agree one of the funniest uh, self-destruct sequences in movies is Spaceballs, right? <laughs> When he gets thrown into the button and it's the yeah. big red button. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alien. We know that. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe one of the best ones I can remember from my childhood is Predator. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, you know, when the, when the, when the, the Predator goes and blows himself up there at the end, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but okay. The, to me, the best film self-destruct sequence is the one that ends with zero, zero, zero destruct. Zero. And of course, I'm talking about Star Trek three, the destruction of the Enterprise. Oh, Star Trek. Sorry. (laughs) For some reason, my head went Star Wars three. Like, when did Revenge of the Sith is there? Like, oh, Star Trek three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 100%. And that was a horrible, that's my horrible uh, James T. Kirk impersonation. But I always think that's funny. One, it's, it's to me the best self destruct sequence in a movie because. You know, it's the emotional uh, pulling of the seeing this iconic ship get destroyed. You see what it does, the the great response of Christopher Lloyd's Klingon character and, you know, get out of there and all this stuff happens. But it always still cracks me up that the code is three zeros destruct zero. Like, (laughs) pick a better pin, man. (laughs) Right. That's the same combination I have on my luggage. Stop. Like, you don't (laughs) know. What are you doing? Anyway. Well, there's that, and there's something else we'll talk about in this minute, but self-destruct sequences. Because Tony Stark is keeping New Jersey glaziers in business here in minute 112 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, director Mr. John Favreau. Uh, And so we pick up where we left off, which is in 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 mid-explosion... I guess yeah. like the 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 repulsive beams have met as we saw it causes a a catastrophic explosion. Uh, so the two of them are doing it right in front of Ivan's face. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's dead. Yeah. right. Yeah, has clearly. To be. I mean, he like you know, be. we saw like how much destruction did to Tony Stark's house, and this is a guy's yes. face, his unshielded face. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so uh, no, it turns out it doesn't. So like it explodes. All the glass in the entire Oracle Dome shatters. Right. Uh, they they come back and the, the guys are stand up. So like basically Tony and and Rhodey get back up and they're and they are they're beaten up. I mean that's I like that they really show the destruction on the suits and they show where the whips had impacted them. They both have oh, these, yeah. these massive uh, gashes on the suit. Uh, so they get up and no, Ivan's fine. 
Like he's just like his suit's a little uh, smoky, and that's about it. He's well, fine. So what? <laughs> now again, and again, we talked about in the previous minute. I realized this was the this was the eleventh hour solution to the end of the movie. Yes. Um, you've clearly shown. Okay, nice callback. A nice idea to bring back something that was part of their their fight, their big fight in the middle of the movie, yeah. to now being something that is a way to bring the, to fully bring them back together by taking that moment. And now it becomes their victory, right? So I, yeah. I like that. I love the whole concept of how that that fits together. Okay, this this was seen as an incredibly destructive force. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird the way the effects go. It doesn't. It's not clear. I don't think it blows out all the glass in the dome because it, it doesn't. You don't see that necessarily in the effect. But I mean, it's inc- incredibly destructive. Yeah, it's right in front of his face. Yeah, and when if, it, if cut not to, to him, blow out all the windows, and like those are not like. You know, thin candy glass. No. Like these are double glaze. I mean, like you know, really thick because they're 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 high up. So right. this is like safety glass. This is like the stuff they put on the top of of uh, ten story buildings. I mean, like well, even thick, even thick the glass, even the glass in Tony's house that was right. not like double yeah. pane glass. No, yeah. that was like serious glass. His suit's like kind Singed. of broken on the left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. uh, but interestingly, Rob, uh, you have actually made two points in the last two minutes of things that are absolutely 100 percent true uh, in these in these this sequence that I learned from the commentary. The first one is why did you flip the mask off? He had a speech. Oh. Ivan originally had a, that's right, uh, you lost everything, I have taken from you, blah, you know, like, blah, blah, everything. And basically, they just cut it, cut it all out. So it just becomes, you'll lose. That's, <laughs> that's, that's his last line. That's his, but apparently he had a whole, you know, villainous monologue of like, that's right, Tony, after I do this, I will go over and I will... Cut Pepper's hair off, and then I will uh, you know, take your cars and drive them into the ocean. I don't know. I have no idea what the actual substance of well, the speech no, but was. I mean, but his, what what is he going to say? Like, I I'm just I need you to stand here until uh, the self destruct sequence, which, by the way, yeah. incidentally, has large flashing red light and right. large beepy sound. Right. So <laughs> that is an homage to Predator. Well, uh, yes, which of you, the point you made in the opening, sure, I was like, that's yes. exactly what Favreau said. Isn't much of pressure. So the question is, when you have this thing, and you have Ivan like, uh, like, okay, well, there's my backup plan. If I, in the case this fails, flashing red light, and then everything's gonna blow up. Why is there a flashing red light? Why is there a countdown before the explosion? The answer is the coconut effect. So the coconut effect. <laughs> Describes any sound effect, special effect, or design feature that is unrealistic, but still has to be included because viewers have been so conditioned to expect it that its absence would be even more jarring. That comes from oh. TVTropes.org. I started looking at this because I'm like, yeah, this has been around forever. And it turns out, yes, it's been around forever. Like, ever since there have been bombs, there have been flashy red lights uh, and thing on there. But because it's so ingrained... If you don't have it, it's weird. And the coconut effect comes from that's the sound of horses. So horses, like they, they mocked it in Monty Python, but there's a reason for that is because when you see horses on screen, you expect. Yeah, right. You expect that to be the sound. Right. And if they don't have it, like, oh, that's something's wrong. Something's weird about that. And they, they go over the list of all these things. Like whenever a sword is pulled from a scabbard, it goes shing. 
Like, no. Anyone who uses a sword will tell you that's a bad thing. Like, a sword should make no sound coming out because the idea is, right, to to keep it from being damaged by being against any metal or anything on the side. And they they go, there's a whole list of these, uh, you know, from lens flares, you know, sorry, JJ. Uh, all, All these things that when they're taken away, it's weird because we're so used to it being wrong. Like the fact that car tires squeal every time they make a turn, right. even when they're on dirt. Right. Like there's <laughs> nothing. Right. It's, but so, and so the same thing here. If he just went, ha ha, and boom, blew it up. Yeah, you just don't get the same no, okay. the thing. And, so and, you and have to goes, have the red flashing light. And this is audible, audible, and, and visible right? yes, cues. Exactly. Okay, so I love this for a lot of reasons in that. Well, I, I don't, I don't, lo- I love the, that you brought attention to it. And I do love the fact that it is a predator homage. Yes. I think that's great. Yeah. It should have, it should have, it would have been awesome if it had. Do we need had... to talk about predator for people who don't know? Like oh, the yeah. end of predator? Cause it's the end of predator. I mean, do we assume that everyone who's listening don't, has don't spoil watched it. predator? Wait, okay. hold on a second. If you haven't seen the original predator. Yeah. From 1987. Don't, don't, don't right, mess Directed with by the John McTiernan as Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, Jesse Shane Body. Black. Okay, well, first of all, let's let's tie back to the MCU. Why do you need to see a Predator? Because it's one of the only acting appearances of Shane Black, who would go on to direct Iron Man 3. Oh my god, yes! He okay. had the grenade launcher. Like, he's yes. one of the guys in the group. Okay. I have a lot to say about Predator, but I'm going to keep it. Go, no, go see Predator, yeah. if you haven't. And just remember, it's a, it is a hard R. Yeah, it's I a mean, hard like, R, just yeah. So, we, so you know. Right. Uh, okay, so I love the homage that's here, right, yes. in that sequence. However, if this were real, there would be none of that, and he would just go, you lose, no. boom. Yes, yes, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> would explode, right? Like, right. There'd be Don't Tony Rowe, would be like, what? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, do you know what, though, I kind of laughed at at this? And we can talk about this now, because we're, we're, at the time we're recording. Yeah. Y- you know what I immediately thought of when I watched the sequence? What? The toaster in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, the flashing red light. Yeah. You almost wish there was a backstory here where Ivan had talked to Wanda Maximoff and Wanda Maximoff like, would have told him all about the stories about how much I hate Tony Stark because I sat in my my bombed out room watching that missile beep, 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 right? Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, well, if I ever meet him, trust me, I will make it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Rob, the... I, I don't know if you know this, but um, Ivan's mother is from Sokovia. Well, I think we talked about that in the comic primer, didn't we? No. <laughs> no. Did we not? Just are you just making that, that up? up? I'm absolutely making that up. But you prove, died! But, <laughs> but prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Like, there's, there's like once again, if, if people get big uh, bad about the, the retcon of the arc reactor... Prove me wrong. Show me where in the MCU that his mother is not from Sokovia. I just almost blacked out from laughing because you just crushed me. She's from Sokovia. Yeah, did you not know that? Did you not know that? That's a whole. It was a whole thing that they talked. That's why he did this. Right. It's the toaster. Yes. Ivan is Ivan is the toaster. And we have title. So title. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you lose. So, so right. Fl- flashy happened? red lights. And then so like and then they look around and they see all the flashy red lights. Uh, and then immediately Tony goes in in his head, like, oh man, that means all the drones are doing this. Right. Include not just the ones here, but like everywhere. And and Rhodey sees it in his heads up too that he's he yeah. they're all they're getting it at the same time right right so Rhodey says all these drones are rigged to blow we got to get out of here man and Tony Mealy says Pepper 
and takes off. And Rhodey's like, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, he's like, oh, he's going to go. I'm just gone. He just, like, just later. <laughs> Isn't it? And, and it's so clearly showed, like, as you pan up and you see their contrails. Yeah. Rhodey's just gone. Yeah, right? Just and Tony, later. hard right. Like, yep. no. now, okay. So this is, we always talk about these, these graphics and stuff. Yep. I do think it's funny that you really get the idea that there must be some sort of cerebral connection with the suit yes and and the wearer and you and you get proof of it here because when you cut to the shot of tony you see him realize as he's putting this all together you see his eyes like stop and he and he thinks pepper mm-hmm. yeah you then see the graphics start to focus and it says pepper it focuses on her and yeah. then he says pepper because the suit has heard his thought before he said it. Ah. So that explains a lot about how things like this, how do the, we've talked about this, how right. does the helmet retract? How does he, yeah. how does it know when to do all this? Right. There is some sort of impulse There's system that neural interface. Can, yes, exactly. I agree. I, there has to be something like that there. Just even right. from just the reaction time. Um, so he, yeah, so the two of them take off. Uh, and that ladies and gentlemen is a picture wrap on Mickey Rourke. That's it. Oh. He's done. This is it. it. Yeah. Uh, one big, uh, you know, the, the big kaboom is coming, but this is his last shot as they're flying away. Is like him, you know, laughing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, yeah. So this was, and, and, uh, and this is the last we're, <laughs> we're going to see of it. Like they, do they, I, I'm trying to think if they even mention Vonko in the rest of the, oh, no. I guess, they, I guess in, maybe in some of the, I think they mention it in the Easter eggs, but I, I don't, I don't ever remember it mentioning it there. So this right. is last time. So, yeah, so like, so as I you know, as, as for what they gave him and for what they edited for, yeah, he did a pretty good job. Oh, this you works know? out. I think overall, I, I mean, I, 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 the problems I have with Whiplash are not Mickey Rourke, right? Absolutely. You know, totally I think they, I, I still think it should have been Crimson Dynamo, but you know, right? Like if they if they're doing all this work to not have it be another guy in a suit fighting right. Tony, then explain to me the last two minutes. Right. Right. Yeah, you could have. And I still think we, we talked about this. Like, I think that would have been cool if his suit had been like this maroon, yeah. you know, crimson. Color. It all would have made more sense. Yeah. Um. So when they take off, we get our final. Uh, another thing that I believe is is coming close to the wrap is uh, our wonderful Kodak product placement. That's right. Tony swings by does. And it's this great, like, you know, yeah. quick CGI as he's going through the expo uh, yeah. grounds. We Kodak gets a prominent spot in this. <laughs> That's right, they do. Uh, I mean, you know, Oracle sort of was off to the side when the thing exploded. So, yeah, Kodak gets the prime spot here. Uh, And then we see Pepper staying next to a drone that's destroyed on the ground in front of her going, hey, it's beeping red. Huh, I wonder what that's about. (laughs) Like, (laughs) There's just a lot of like, the the amount of confusion that's on her face is confusing to me. Like, what? Like, I mean, like, it's... (laughs) Yeah. What is a what is a red ominous beeping sound with light mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, well, it's kind of funny. I'm sure my ride I'm will sure be here be soon. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then and yeah. we know we end we end with where we go to this exterior shot. We see her again looking down very uh, was it you know uh, well, I didn't know what the word quizzically I, was I think is what quizzically you're going for. yeah thank you quizzically and we see the hammer which by the way is funny we see the hammer pavilion in the background mm-hmm. yeah. But it's no longer the Hammer Pavilion. <laughs> it's just it's the, the ham. ham Pavilion. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I do kind of think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, 
and then uh, and then we just start to see Tony come into view. That's right. Uh, yeah, he's, like, he's gonna do something. We don't know. Maybe he's gonna you know fear the spear, Rob. You don't know. Maybe he's gonna just like she would never expect it. <laughs> Why'd you do that? What is the what is the maneuver that can come out of nowhere? I can't remember. Oh, RKO. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Randy Orton. Ran- RKO. He's gonna, oh my he's god! Gonna- can you imagine this is an RKO out of nowhere? Like, he comes in, <laughs> boom, and then takes off and blows up. The end. <laughs> like, boom! And just off he goes. Was that funny? RKO <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> RDG. It's an RDG. That's right. what it is. RDG. That's right. R-D- That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that might have even been before that. that was even RDJ. Around. No, RDJ. What am I saying? Yeah. I can't. Oh, an RKO I'm from still, RDJ? I'm still, I'm, oh boy. So you're saying take another, that. Take another drink. <laughs> an, an RKO from RDJ would have been a KO on GP? <laughs> Leaving her in a pile of her own goop. Oh! <laughs> Bringing it around. Oh, this was supposed to be the Mickey Rourke tribute episode, and it turned into a whole other thing. My <laughs> lord, what have we become? People, after like 100, once, I you, know. get, once you get in after the 110 minutes, yeah, it's, you, you can't just expect get, it. No. <laughs> it's can't, not like, the same thing. <laughs> insightful commentary at this point. It's just, what are you oh, talking about? Crazy. Okay. You well, know, that's it. You gotta, that's right. For I mean, uh, for for just the amount of letters I put together, I think that deserves five stars. So <laughs> yes, it head does. to your favorite podcast catching d- place. Is, is it Spotify? Is it Apple Podcasts? Is it Google Podcasts? Is it po- is it Pocket Cast? Is it something that hasn't even been invented by the time of this recording? I don't know. But either way, let people know that you're enjoying the show. Uh, put this stuff down. Clicky clack them keys and say something nice about us. Even if you want to just quote that and then say classic. Come on. That's all you got to do. <laughs> We'd be happy for it. Let's more people know about the show. Let's us know you're listening. We actually just got a review this week that made us very, very happy. Um, so we, we would be, we'd appreciate it. And uh, my favorite number of stars is five. Five. So uh, make sure you're back here for minute 113 when we find out what that minute has to do with John Favreau's childhood home. Weird. You don't want to miss it. Enough said. Bye. Bye.